Hey everybody, today's sponsor for Blowhard is Audible. Uh, Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more. You can get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at www.audible.com. I'm a, I like to read books, but I also am a road trip guy. I'm a big fan of, uh, I got a thing where I go rent a cheap car, weekend rate, you get a good rate, and I like cruising around. And I'm also a rock and roll guy, I like listening to a little rock and roll music. I'm uh, kind of dopey that way, I'm a 70s dude. But recently I've been like, I've been getting into, I started listening to podcasts because I'm getting back into podcasting, but I'm also like, you know what? I'd like to hear some books. And I downloaded Amy Poehler's Yes, Please, which, I mean, the great thing about audiobooks is you get to hear the artists read their book with their own inflection and stuff. And I cruised around listening to Amy Poehler, who's one of the funniest people on the planet, um, kind of tell her story. Uh, it's a great book, Yes, Please, and it's something you can find at audible.com. So uh, you should check it out. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. With an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more, you'll find what you're looking for. You get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial by signing up at audible.com slash blowhard. So you can help us out a little bit. Um, but I would recommend Yes, Please by Amy Poehler, because she's funny as and that's an amazing book. So thank you very much, and welcome to Blowhard. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blowhard. What's up, Jason Muse? What's up, sir? Dude, I'm starting to look forward to this every week. I like I like talking on the phone. I like catching up or on the phone on, on this really weird microphone setup that I have. Or or on the worldwide interwebs. <laughs> we're on the we're <laughs> we're on the we're fucking like last week we were talking international styles. And I was in the future technically. You were in the that was heavy. Yes. Um, how was uh, I mean? Imagine you're jet lagged and stuff like crazy. Oh, uh, uh, the the flight home was horrible. Honestly, uh, it makes me. It really makes me not want to go anywhere. Even though, you know, what I mean, ever again. No, it really does. It makes me think like I'm supposed to go and not supposed to. I am going to London in January to direct my movie which I'm very excited about. But after that flight, I, it honestly makes me be like, you know what? I don't think I can do it again. It's like that bad to me, honestly, like the, the flight and the anxiety and the uncomfortability. It almost, it, it's, it all honest to goodness. It, it's almost like thinking it, it, to me, it's almost like being someone telling you, Hey, Malcolm, uh, whatever, we're doing an experiment. We're going to put you in jail for 24 hours, even only 24 hours, and we're going to come get you and you're done. It still would be that anxiety of being like, oh my God, I got to go lay in a prison cell. It's like that bad. So anyway. Oh my God, dude, you have an issue with travel. Yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, like it, honestly. 
Don't ever gain. I'm double your size, dude. Imagine being double your size and traveling. No, and yeah, not to yeah. Like there was a dude in front of me. He was in the first class thing, and you know they're pretty sexy. They're little pods, and you can lay flat. There's pillows and a big ass blanket. And my point in telling you that is, I was looking at the dude in front of me who was taller and larger than me. And I was super uncomfortable. And all I was thinking was like, wow, that dude must be really uncomfortable because when the beds lay flat, the way they're made is like, they're like your own little pod. But when the bed lays flat, your legs go underneath the little dome. So there's only, it's like two by two feet. And here I am complaining. My friend had a fly coach that whole time and he couldn't even lay flat. But again, I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm not complaining about my seat as much as just, in general, it's, just, it's it's a nasty experience. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to do. Like I can't even imagine like Emirates. If you look at a website, you get bored, or anybody gets bored, watch YouTube videos or online. You can find Emirates, which they have literally suites and showers and a bar and all that stuff. And I still think yes. Has this become your? I'll be honest. Has this become your pornography? Like you don't look at porn anymore. You go look at like the Emirates fucking fancy like flying sweets i do because I, again I, I i'm interested because they're so cool looking but then again i'm i really think even that would be hard for me like even though you'd have like it's really like, it's like a flying literally a fucking sweet in the sky isn't enough for you they have doors that close like you literally have, and I, and, have but you, you have to them? understand you're explaining how great it is but you're also saying it's not good enough and I'm not saying the the plane isn't good enough. I'm just saying I personally have trouble flying. So it's, yeah, I it just you. would be tough. I'm not saying like, oh, these seats are shit and I, I couldn't fly them. I'm just saying I almost feel like even a private jet with a couch. Um, is not good enough for Jason Muse. That's the wrong way to put it. It's not that it's not good enough. <laughs> yeah, but I'm intentionally putting it that way. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not good enough. I'm just saying the anxiety of flying and being trapped. I dude, in a I bubble. totally, I totally um, understand. Yeah. So anyway, that was that. Why can't I start shit? Well, I just think I, you're wording it wrong, and you're putting words in my mouth, son. Yeah, exactly. And you're Worst always trying play. to put shit in my mouth, bro. Ew, you fucking take it. <laughs> um, so I was excited because yesterday Malcolm and I texted to coordinate today, and I forgot totally about. And I don't know if this is where you wanted to start, Malcolm, but um, I wanted to talk. We I remembered that Malcolm when I met him, which we talked about Universal Studios and such. Yeah, I forgot one of the biggest things that. I noticed right off the bat was you had a file of facts. Yes. And, and I remember and I, you would not people might, <laughs> people might not know what a file of facts is because it's kind of a dated, like before you had an iPhone, essentially you, like it was a date book. Like it was this big black leather kind of man, Percy kind of thing that I carried around that had like, it was like a wall. It was like a big wallet. That had all your like, emails. Yeah, you had your yeah. emails, your phone numbers, because you didn't have cell phones to put contacts in and emails and stuff. That is correct. But that thing never left your side, I remember. And I no. remember during Jay and Bob, when we were closer, well, we got, we've known each other now for a bit, and we were uh, living together. You were technically babysitting me. Um, you had lost your file of facts and you were brokenhearted. 
And, <laughs> and I remember I didn't know what to get you for Christmas. And it came to me. I actually, I wanted to tell you after all these years, I didn't know what to get you for Christmas. So to make me be able to get you something, I stole your file of facts and threw it away. You fucking son of a no, bitch. Just Could you imagine, dude? dude now, if, if, if you finally revealed that after... Now that Christmas, the Christmas of that you gave me the file, and I still have that file of facts. Which is it was amazing. a fake zebra skin. Yes. Um, I still have that <laughs> file of facts. Um, that was the infamous Christmas of... Uh, the, the leaky waterbed porn closet. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about I mean, that, too. <laughs> yeah, you got to give I mean, a visual of, of where we were sleeping and how we lived. Well, here was the thing. I mean, essentially, like, there was a main house, and then you had a guest house. Yes. And there was kind of – the guest house was a room with a bathroom. It was kind of cool. Yeah. It was kind of a pool house. But next to the pool house, which, which could only be described as a porn closet, um, and a, basically it was like, it was like at most eight feet by eight feet, yes. but in, and it kind of, I think it was, the room was cedar and, and they had, I've never seen this before or, or, or since, like, I've never seen this again. They had a single, um, like a single bed water bed. Like it was a small water bed. Yes. Which you could only assume they filmed like seventies pornography and it just, and it had a shag rug in it. Oh, it was interesting. The room was interesting, but it had its own bathroom, correct? It did have its own bathroom. And here's the thing. But the reason, like, you were trying to kick, yes. and I was supposed to go home for Christmas, and instead I stayed to help you because it was a heavy time. And Jen's grandmother was coming to town. Grandma uh, Peg, I believe. Yeah. And so I had to leave my room, and I had to move to the porn closet. Because yes. I was like, not only was I missing Christmas with my family, but I was literally staying about an eight by eight room with baseboard heating, a shag carpet, and a single bed water bed. And yet, thinking about it now, the room itself, when you look and when you visualize it, and I know everyone cannot because they haven't seen it, but me visualizing it right now, it was pretty depressing in there. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, now. and I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. Like literally, like everybody woke up Christmas, and and I woke up. The thing is, that's depressing. I woke up Christmas morning, um, at like five o'clock in the morning because the water bed had sprung a leak. I woke up in a puddle of twenty-year-old water that had that had leaked onto the um the really old shag carpeting, so that was soaked. Um, the baseboard heater wasn't working. Um, and I basically woke up freezing cold and wet. And I remember I went to try in the door because I sent uh, the back door, but all the doors were locked and I didn't have keys. So basically at five o'clock in the morning, I just remember laying on the soaking wet shag carpet, oh. um, and, and the Christmas morning. And I do believe a tear might've gone down my eye. Wait, did you did you even want to try my room? Did, oh, because Jamie was there, huh? You had your lady there. Oh my goodness, yes. At the time, I was uh, dating a, a young lady named Jamie, um, a very and, sweet girl who looked like Britney Spears. It's funny. You think, well, now that you say that, she totally did. Now that you say that, yeah, she was a very yeah. sweet girl. She was. She was very, very, um, very nice. Anyway, so I had fucking nowhere to go. So I laid down on the like you know Christmas morn. 2001 i laid down on the shag carpet 
And and the fucking craziest part is is that nobody had expected. This is the wonderful thing about you, though. Nobody expected me to be there. So I didn't have any Christmas. You were the only person who bought me a Christmas present. So we wake up in the morning, and it's Harley's, like, second Christmas. Oh, Literally, they built a fucking roller coaster for this kid. Yes. Like, like, you walked in. They had the huge tree. They had built a, like, she had a roller coaster. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty ama- crazy. Like, it, was, it was a magic Christmas. Everybody, you know, everybody was getting everything they wanted. And, I mean... You were sweet enough. You gave me a Philofax with, with, with zebra skin, which was I still have. I cherish it so much, dude. But that was a fucking crazy Christmas. Oh, I know. To experience a, to experience a rich man's Christmas after spending a day in a porn closet, man. That's fucked up. <laughs> Waking up in cold water. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of holidays, dude, it's Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. It's so funny get, getting this podcast together. I'm at my mother's house right now. Oh, okay. I'm at Joe's. I actually, I'm in the middle. Jason, you are an international film. You're going to film a movie in London in January. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm starting to film a movie in January. You're okay. So you start your movie in January. Where at? In Canada? I can't see. The thing is, is that I'm starting. I, I'm actually finishing a movie right now called Phantom of Winnipeg that I worked on. But a, a big kind of something has come up, and I'm going to announce it next week. I can't get, I can't announce it. Totally. We're putting it all together right now. But uh, I'm starting a production of a documentary, which I'm going to be able to talk about. It's good, people are going to. It's going to be interesting. But it's a sequel to a documentary I already did. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, so I'm very excited about it. So I've been putting that together, but like I've been doing meetings. I hired a producer yesterday. Today I have all these meetings, but I woke up this morning. My mom just sold her house, and I have. I'm like literally in the middle of getting ready to do this podcast. I've been raking leaves and taking phone calls, so my days have been full. Yes, and then I woke up this morning, dude. You don't follow Facebook that much, right? I mean, yeah, not like I don't follow, 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 but yeah. So not really, not like. But yes, tell me about it, Facebook. Oh, but like when you're on Facebook for like essentially, I, you know, I'm pretty in tune with my Facebook uh, people. Okay. Like Facebook. What the fuck does that mean, Facebook people? I'm, I, you know, the people I, I like. There's, you know, all my friends on Facebook. I kind of like. I pay attention to my threads and all that stuff. But Facebook lately has been crazy, Jason, because people don't like this election. Yeah. People have gone nuts. Election, and then I, I like Jordan with the Facebook. Uh, last night before we went to bed, was like, oh my god! So she was reading about Kanye West, I guess. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you know, on the light, on a, no, 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 not that she's a fan of it, but I guess he like, uh, you know, how Britney Spears. Speaking of Britney Spears, earlier, like a minute ago, you were mentioning how she like was on the top of the charts, and then all of a sudden, like, sort of lost her mind or something. You I, know what? I guess not enough people. Not enough people give her props. She fucking made it through, man. She's got her career back. Like there was a while she was shaving her head and being carried away in stretchers, and now she's got her career back. No, she doesn't get enough yeah. credit. But anyway, that so why well, get we- no no, but get that's what I'm saying. I guess Kanye West. He I'm not. He didn't cut his hair, but I guess he's doing similar stuff. How he's walking off stage in the middle of concerts, and I guess he's like canceled a bunch of shows, and like they found him. I don't know because again, I don't really pay attention as much 
but Jordan said like all this crazy stuff's going on. Um, so again, you, besides like meeting people and, and talking to them and getting to know them and being part of their happiness and their sadness, you know, you, you read all this stuff again, the worldwide interwebs is, uh, it's such a different world now. Again, thinking about even again, like you said, having the file effects. And if you wanted to call someone, you'd have to call the house phone. And so it's interesting because even when you thinking about like, not that it would have been, not that it would be easier, but it would be some, a little bit easier watching me now. (laughs) Cause now you can call me on the cell phone or, and be like, I see, or you can friggin' track me on GPS. Nang. Um, it's yeah. So it's a little bit different, but I'm not, I, I don't follow and chat with people enough. Like, you know, I like to write stuff. If someone's like, Hey, I saw your show. Great job. Or I'm coming here and I'll say, Oh, awesome. And I like to, you know, if someone can't, don't have tickets to get in the show or something, I, I like, I keep in touch like that. I'm just saying, I don't like sit and read and really chat enough with people. Um, you know, which is, Sort of a bummer, I guess. Now you make me so bummed out. Like I, I'm not doing enough. This is like the bum. I know, man. <laughs> You're like you don't Happy even talk to people. Jason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you have Do you have a lot of friends? Would you say on my Facebooks? No, like in general. Like essentially, do you have? I like, like. No, I wouldn't consider a lot of. Like I have acquaintances, but it's uh, for me. I think it's a big deal to like. I don't feel I have a ton a ton of friends that I would consider friends that I count on and uh you know but I definitely have a good amount of acquaintances but there's only a handful of like friend friends it's tough to me again are you eating are you eating something right now no I'm actually opening up a bag of my Legos I bought the sand crawler Star Wars Lego and it's amazing but it's awesome that you could hear the bag crimple. But I'm done. Sorry. I know we, we good. I, I don't mean to bug you, but the audience is going to be like, "Fucking, what's going on there?" I got to, you know. And if I, I start making noise, tell bad. me to, go, you know. I don't think it's that bad that, that a little bit of crinkle, crinkle, real quick. As as <laughs> I say that, people are in the back listening, going, "Yeah, dickhead." Nang. <laughs> people have already picked sides in our argument like Malcolm's a fucking asshole he shouldn't talk to Jason like that yeah he could play with his fucking Legos Sandcrawler is awesome Nang. <laughs> hey uh, <laughs> let's talk about a couple of the uh, posts that we got so so sorry I know the one gentleman okay. I really like the one gentleman uh, had really good questions we got some letters yeah you want to get to the letters sorry am jumped I jumping to, around jumped dude it, it's dude it's we could fucking do whatever we want dude I think the audience is gonna go with them all right we gotta bring with a we, see you gotta bring some funny because I fucking brought everybody down it's like Malcolm fucking Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm down or in the fucking J <laughs> happy Thanksgiving everyone put a turkey up your ass you're dying nang <laughs> <laughs> Or something. I don't. That's. I don't know what that means. But um, yeah, <laughs> put a turkey up your ass. Yeah. You're dying. <laughs> I don't know. That didn't make sense at all. But <laughs> but it was perfect. <laughs> um, no, that's sad. That's sad. We do have to move on. I'm like. Well, you know, we now. we got one great I piece of go. feed. No, I'm just kidding. Give me feedback. I'm just That'd kidding. Give awesome. me feedback, baby. That'd be awesome if all of a sudden you're just like, I just, I can't do this anymore. I have to click, go. Click. You just hear click, click. I'm like, um, Jason, no, I need you for this. Um, 
We got one. We got one letter back from somebody who said, "I wanted to thank you uh, for the advice you gave me on the last episode of the yes. pod." I decided you're right. What business did my family to know if I like Ben or not? I guess it was more so I felt like I was lying to them about it. But like you and Jay said, friends are family too. My friends accept me for who I am, and that's all that matters. Isn't that fucking awesome? That is very awesome. We helped somebody. We fucking helped somebody. <laughs> you, you know what? Sweet. No, it's good. It's good. Whoever would have fucking thought that fucking the, the fucking me and you could figure out a way to help some fucking... I, I, you know, some some bisexual kid, and you know who's who's got some problems. Yeah, now thing he's hopefully he's having some fun now. Thanksgiving going. You know what? Everyone's looking right now. I was gonna tell him. What have you told him during Thanksgiving? Everyone's at the table eating, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, just like you stuffed turkey, I like my butthole being stuffed, eh?" Nang. That's what Jay and Malcolm told me to say. They're like, yeah. who's Jay and Malcolm? <laughs> that would be all, like the, if we just gave bad advice and we're like, no, this is what you do. And they did you it. Fucking, oh, in the middle of Thanksgiving, you just kind of like, you just get up and you'd be Word like, it. I am gay. Yes. I love the cock. Yes. That would be amazing. Well, we can't do that. Though. No, we, we wouldn't do that. No, no. We, that was sincere stuff. You gave some really good advice. Sound, sound advice, if you will. There you go. And we can't let it go to our heads, you know, no. open up our own fucking like, you know, advice shop. That would be amazing. Come get advice from Jason and Malcolm. Yeah. we. Everybody... Hey, what? Okay. Give me the next one. Give me the next one. All right. The next one said something um, good. He said something good too. Hey, Malcolm. I'm delighted to see you revive the podcast. Yes. I'm a longtime listener of all its incarnations. My question, what prompted you to revive this wonderful cast with Muse? Must be some story there. Thanks for coming back. It's a real relief from the insanity happening American news now. Missed you. Long time fan of New York and fantasy beard, uh, Diane. Diane. That's a nice thing. Yes, I like it. <clears throat> so why why did we... I thought we had talked about it, but maybe not. About why we just we started t thinking about... Going back to the podcast, um, I I missed having a podcast a lot. I really did, and like it's really good that I kind of stopped when I did because I was on the road to a fucking nervous breakdown. So that would have been the most fucked up podcast ever. Like having a podcast in the middle of a nervous breakdown. Um, so uh, yeah, so basically uh, I stopped doing it, but I really I really missed doing it, and then. The, one of the problems about um, the original Blowhard is that essentially finding hosts, like, you know, I did it with, you know, you, I did it with Kevin, I did it with Marja. But, like, after they got, after they kind of went away, like, it's just kind of like, you you know, I, I did it with my mother, which was great. But kind of finding people, because podcasting, like, I don't want to say it's a biggest skill, but, like, you are a great person to podcast with. And it's a perfect situation because we have a history, we have a rapport. You know, I like talking to you. These are all important things. Mm. So you, yeah, you can't like I, I don't really enjoy podcasting with a lot of people. <clears throat> so basically, uh, Jordan had mentioned that you were thinking of maybe doing one because, um, you know, you're only because you've really got some skills together with podcasting. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Well, I know. Ours is sorry. live. No, no, I agree. <clears throat> I'm saying thank you. But also, yeah, the and. Part of reason I <clears throat> wanted to do another one, excuse me, is because, uh, you know, Kevin and mine's, ours is live. And so we can't, 
always like, you know, right now Kevin was just directing Supergirl and Flash. And, you know, he has his own things going on <clears throat> too. And I had to go to Australia and we, we have a lot of different things going on. So doing it live isn't, you know, it isn't as easy uh, as, you know, when we first started, it was like we sort of set, set a, um, we just sort of was doing, we're, we're doing that. We like put a bunch of, a whole tour together. But anyway, yes, I really wanted to be able to do one from home. Um, and yeah, so I think what you were saying, and I just wanted to chime in with that bit of business. That's when you said Jordan <clears throat> was talking about me wanting to do a podcast. I'm just chiming in telling you that's what, why I wanted to do one and what I was thinking. So go ahead. What do I got to No, no, you were just explaining. <laughs> I want you to sp- now finish explaining your perspective. You said Jordan said I wanted to no, do a podcast. J- Jordan, J- Jordan said that you were kind of, uh, you know, that you were looking to do one. And it's just like, I was just like, uh, I, you know, I, I like doing podcasts with you. So that, that just made perfect sense. Yeah. And, and it just, and it, do one. and it was funny because we were trying to figure out what to name it. And then Kevin was just like, just call it Blowhard. And I mean, he's kind of, he's the guy who, who kind of knows what he's doing, which I didn't know it was fair to you because like, you know, Blowhard was me, but I mean, it seems to be working out. No, I dig it. I dig the Blowhard and I like our new, and it's a new uh, revised, um, you know, logo, which I, I dig. So yeah, it's. And a thing that you created, a fucking intro thing. Oh, yes. I love that. I, and I didn't even plan on that. That was just for shits and giggles. And then you said, here, listen to this. Yes, baby. <laughs> I got another question. We're getting some good. We're getting. Well, this is now I'm going a different way with it. We got, you know, we get all kinds of questions here at Blowhard, Jason. No, and I've I, been happy with one, them. I've been happy with the Jason, feedback. Well, I've got one question, Jason. Again. Um, I'm digging blowhard guys. Can't wait for more. Have either of you paid for sex? I never have. Is it worth it? LOL. (laughs) My wife may not approve. Don't care though. In smod we trust. Take care. Uh, sincerely, Mr. Mac five. That like what? My wife may not approve. Don't care though. I think maybe asking if, if, uh, if we ever paid for sex and I I think I don't approve of that. I mean, he's not saying like I'm gonna go fucking do this regardless of what my. Oh, totally wife. no. Because I would say if I would say that probably not. Don't go have pay for sex, um, especially if you have a wife. Yeah, but then again, some people. This see, this is a controversial shit. This is kind of like some people say, and I'm no fucking uh, doctor, whatever. Um, no, Dan Savage is the advice columnist guy. He does Savage Love. I'm no Dan Savage, but like some people say that um, if you're in a committed relationship, that ultimately everything is working but the sex, then cheating should be an option. How do you feel about that? That's Ooh, fucked up. Right? That's advice he said. That I don't think that he. Said? I don't think I I, I. 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 don't think he ever. You because you can't really advise tell somebody to cheat, but I think that that is another way of looking at the kind of prospect of cheating, of like essentially like you're in a good relationship, um, everything is there, but you're not sexually fulfilled. Yes, makes sense, but I. I don't agree that it should be okay. Uh, uh, no, I mean. I, like I think that like it, it's it's so complicated because essentially like we're now dealing at a, at a time where basically a lot of you know 
a lot of our customs, a lot of this stuff, were actually designed for people a very long time ago. Like people didn't, people like lived till forty. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I, I have nothing against the institute of marriage. I think it's a wonderful thing, but, but essentially, like, the idea of monogamy for like sixty years. Yeah, it's you know I, I think that's like do you ever think it like see this is a complicated you're married with a kid so this is a complicated conversation for you because you'll never I'll never get your truth on this you what do you mean you would totally get my truth on this I, really, you, I would I mean yes maybe I wouldn't be out but I I would tell you I mean even again we know each other pretty well and honestly I've never cheated on and I think you sort of I think that we've spoken about that and talked about that like. I never like even Jamie like uh you're again, an honorable I, man and I'm not I'm not saying I don't want to say I'm honorable because... but you know what I think the big part of, for me is I wouldn't want to be the fool on the other end getting cheated on like to me the worst thing ever I feel like could be like me sitting home or me doing let's say right now like for right now uh Jordan went to go do something, run errands or whatever for Thanksgiving, and I'm here doing a podcast. How horrible would it be if I'm like, oh, my God, Malcolm, I love her, and we're going to have the greatest Thanksgiving ever, and right now she's got some dude's wiener in her mouth. Like, that would be horrifying. Um, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's oh, what no. I'm saying. But you're say and I'm saying if I think if there's – the sex is bad. I feel like the, if you're married, that you should be able to talk about it and really try to figure stuff out. It, whether it has to be going to strip clubs or watching porn together, or trying vibrators, like you know, like when I was doing dope and stuff, I was my libido was pretty low and shit, and and uh, you know there was some complaints there from my old lady being like, "Hey, you never want to do stuff." When I was really strung out, uh, you know. Uh, five years ago when I relapsed um, she like mentioned it and my thing was like hey well like what can I do let's if I'm not let's get a vibrator let's do this like wh whatever I would rather try to figure out a way than go cheat you know what I mean and or and then let's say you try a bunch of different stuff and then it doesn't work because it still just sucks then I feel like at the very least I'd be like alright well let's let let's bring someone into the the room with us like let's i don't know i think just that the being like hey okay i'll see you later and then she comes home mm -hmm. and says oh i missed you and gives me a kiss on the mouth and she's got cum all over her mouth oh god i except for the last part i really respect <laughs> i think that was a great answer that was a very reasonable and well thought Dude, can, like that was like, and again, when I said you, you wouldn't t say the truth. I'm not like you. Like, I don't think you're like I wasn't insinuating that you yourself are a cheater. But somebody who's no. in a relationship, yeah. it's hard to speak honest about. Well, you know, it's like, well, actually, I would cheat. They're recording. like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, what? <laughs> well, especially because thing. you're saying we're recording it, and my old lady could hear this, so you don't. But again, I, I think, uh, you know, I get what you're saying that it would be hard for anyone to be recording something and tell the truth. But again, I am I am honestly telling the truth because, again, that's really my thoughts on the whole thing. So and it and it helps if you, I mean, you're married to an incredibly beautiful woman. So thank you. Thank you. You're doing all right. I'm doing um, all right. But paying for sex. Here, here's the thing. I'll, I'll say. I don't know if this counts as. Like I've had somebody pay me. Ooh. Now I don't know if this counts. Tell me if this counts. 
I used to go. Uh, I I used to work in Toronto, and my father used to drive me home. And um, like essentially, you know, when I was in my one of my early like late night like late teens, early twenties. Uh, let's say I was definitely over eighteen because I don't want to, you know, whatever. Anyway, so. Uh, basically my dad worked across from this mall and sometimes I would get there early. So I would go hang out in the mall and do whatever. So one time I'm at the mall Ooh. and I have to think, and I have to take a shit and I fucking hate, sh- like, I don't know about shitting in public toilets. Is, oh yeah. The worst. That's like you want an airplane for me. Shitting on a public <laughs> yeah. toilet, like I can't stand shitting on a public toilet. It freaks me the fuck out. The amount of fucking asses that have been down there. And you always try and put fucking enough toilet paper down, but I got a big fat ass, so it's always fucking like, it's never covering everything. (laughs) You're fucking putting your cock and balls down between your legs, and you're fucking hitting porcelain that has fucking tons of dudes pissed. Like, it's the worst thing you could do. Yes. Like, when your fucking, when your cock touches the fucking porcelain, then you know that's got so much dudes fucking, like, it's just like, oh my (laughs) god. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so I I try not like we now here's the thing. How like do you seem like a guy who would hold it no matter what? Uh I mean there's been times definitely that I haven't been able to. But yes, I do my very best. I mean it rarely rarely happens. Like there was you know there's situations where I have no choice like if I know for example getting on a plane, there's no way I'm going to go on the plane and if I'm going to be on the plane for eight hours and my stomach hurts and I have to go, there's been, I think once, maybe twice where I've gone in the airport bathroom, but again, it's, it's, but you're right. I try my dangdest not to do it. So let me ask you a question. How much of it is you not wanting the people to smell your stink? Oh, I don't give a, I don't care about that at all. Really? Yeah. Mine's more just about the toilet and everything you just said and just being able to, Re- be relaxed and chill. Now, so, now the good thing is this: is why I'm a, a freak, and I literally carry my iPad and headphones almost everywhere with me because, for well, for other reasons. But one reason is if I get stuck in that situation, if I could put on my noise canceling headphones and I put a thousand pieces of paper on the bowl, and I usually put paper around the bowl. And then I I dump some in between the porcelain where my balls could hit and my cock. And then I also put one of those plastic covers that they give you over top of all that. So I really try to double up, duty up on it. Really, like, I spend 10 minutes almost setting up before I can even go. So, Well, but you're yeah. a germ guy. You're a germ guy. Like, you, <laughs> like, And I respect that. Some people, I'm not as germ... Uh, I'm not as germ phobic as you are. Like you, you don't like when people, you don't like sharing sandwiches. I, I mean, it's not rare, but you don't like sharing sandwiches or something like that or drinks or anything like I remember. But that's why, sorry. I just got to mention this. That's why getting back when I think back and again, I can laugh about it now. And we talk, I usually talk more about this on, on, on get old, but that's why it's like funny. I can, but you see how bad I get when I use because thinking about what we all the stuff we just were talking about with the toilets, think about that. I took water from a toilet and put it in my veins. How gross is that, dude? Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, I used toilet water and I told that story before in the podcast um, and such. But yeah, like I was in a club and I really wanted to use 
and I was in the toilet and there was only one toilet and there was all these guys in the bathroom, like getting their hair fixed and doing stuff. And so I couldn't go up to the sink and fill my little cap I needed to use for, to, you know, you got to cook it. So I was sitting in the toilet going, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I literally reached between my legs and sucked toilet water up. <laughs> oh. Oh, how gross is that, bro? How gross! It's very train, very train spotting, dude. Oh, very, yeah. Uh, yeah, that dude, that's fucking repulsive. It's very. That's repulsive. that's really like you ain't dude, kidding, and and yeah. dude, and I've licked guys' assholes a lot. Ooh, okay, and like, and I'm like, dude, I'm judging you right now. There's some <laughs> judge going on. You don't even want to know. I mean, I'm about to tell a story about like getting paid for for oh yeah, not please sex, move on. But, we, I already cut you off about that. Tell well, me no, no, more. no, we we cut no, we went on a little thing. So anyway, so we're in. Uh, so I'm in the bathroom. And this is a totally true story. Uh, it was up at, if anybody knows Toronto, it was up at Shepherd Center. I didn't like spending a lot of time. Anyway, I went and took a shit. So I'm sitting there taking a dump. All of a sudden, somebody hands me uh, underneath the uh, underneath the stall. Somebody hands me, uh, put those fucking Legos down, Jason. <laughs> Lego my ego, son. Okay, sorry. So someone reaches under. Somebody reaches. Somebody reaches under the paper, uh, under the under the thing with a piece of paper and a pen. Ooh. That says, um, "I'll buy your socks for five dollars." What? S- swear. I'll okay. buy your socks for ten. <laughs> I, I took the piece of paper and I wrote back ten. So I wanted to buy a pack of butts, and I wanted to buy a pack of like, uh, or I wanted to buy, no, I want to buy a twelve pack of beer. This was like my fucking reasoning. It's just like I'm already like, no, like a guy is a fucking offer me five bucks for my fucking like dirty fucking, and it's just like, and I'm just a kid, and I'm just like, I'm not even. This is this is what bothers me myself. Like instead of being like mortified, shocked, like oh my god, like this guy's propositioning for my socks. I'm literally like, you know what? I could turn this into beer money. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote back 10. And he wrote back okay. So I sat there in the stall. I took off my socks. I handed them to him. He handed me a crisp $10 bill. So I don't know, did I you know, was I paid? That I guess there wasn't sex, but there's no doubt that within probably an hour there was probably that guy was shooting a load of my socks. Oh, right? Yeah. Like that's that's so what that's think, what he oh, you think he wanted to use that as a come a little jerk session. Well, I don't think he needed a pair of socks. Like it's not like, oh my god, I need socks. I I, I imagine there's gotta be if somebody's buying you used socks, oh, there's gotta god. be something sexual about it. That that no. makes it. I, well, yes, it does now. But I, I wasn't thinking that at first. But what did you yeah. think? What was your first? I was thinking the boy, the guy, just was like, "Look, I just fucking, I just stepped in something, and my shoes and socks got wet, and they feel gross, and I do not want to walk out of this bathroom." Or he used his socks to jerk off and needed a fresh pair. I don't know, but I didn't even think of that at first. That's genius. I didn't know he wanted to jerk off in your sweaty. Sock. I'm assuming. I'm assuming now. Now, now you're kind of leaving the story open. I'm kind of like maybe he did. Maybe I'm just a sick fuck who's just assuming the guys want to jerk off my sock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even thinking that, but you're. I'm questioning myself, but I mean that's what. But I assume what? Else? Like, dude, he paid ten. He paid top dollar. He paid ten dollars. True. He could have got like a fucking six pack for that. A six pack <laughs> of socks. I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, Me, I've never paid for sex. Um, I have, I have uh, paid to. What have I paid for to to get to watch girls dance? I guess that's the closest I've come to set to. Oh no, we. I've also tried to pay. Not tried. I paid for some girls to watch. I've told again. We've told this story, and if anyone wants to listen, I'd rather just pass it on to go to get old. One of the episodes I talk about a New Year's Eve. Uh, session which was out actually with you Malcolm but we'll leave it to the other podcast because we've told I've told it on a couple I believe but I've never paid for a sex never penetrated anyone with my wiener um in the vagina you know what's you know what I just dude I swear to god and this is I swear on my father in heaven this is an absolutely true story when I was in Vancouver making taillights fade Ooh. Um, one night I was really drunk and I was really in the closet and stuff. I was a very messed up kid. Um, so that would have been in the nineties, uh, in the mid late nineties. And I was, I had a lot of money at the time. I didn't have a bank account because I had no credit rating, but I said I would go to it. Like I literally was a guy that had $20,000 in a briefcase at that time because essentially I would get paid with a check and I didn't have a bank account. So I'd have to go to the bank where the check issued it and I'd have to go and get cash. Oh my gosh. So I had... Sorry, I, just while you're talking about that, which is funny, did you ever uh, go to the check cashing places and get it cashed there? That's no, what I used to do. I know when when we were doing drawing, but you can't you can't go to a cash check cash place with a twenty thousand dollar check. Like you have to go to the bank where it's issued. You know what I mean? It's a it's a big getting a twenty thousand dollar check is, Canada, and getting twenty thousand dollar cash. I'm sorry. No, I've I mean Malcolm, I've literally. Um, I literally, when we got paid, I think it was for, um, shit, how much did I get for that? What, one of the checks I got was about $16,000 and I, I was out here in LA and I had no bank account. I was strung out. This is 2001. Um, I had no bank account, no, uh, nothing. I, I cashed like a $16,700 check at a check cashier place and they brought me in the back room. And they fucking gave it to me in a brown paper bag. And I oh, remember, I remember, yeah, I remember leaving, walking out with all that cash going, I'm going to get mugged. And this is insane. I have a brown paper bag full of $16,000 worth of cash. It was insane. You are a bad movie. Like, that's just like a <laughs> yeah. bad movie. <laughs> totally. Sorry, you keep going. And- no, so essentially, so I, I, I had a literally a briefcase full of cash. Like I would, I, and I, it, it was just I would reach into it and just grab money before going out. Um, so it, it was just kind of it was a crazy time of my life. Anyway, I was editing, and I and me, I was editing with my friend Reg, and um, we were drinking beer during editing, and I left and I was drunk, and on the way home, like one of the roads I passed is a street full of hookers. Oh, so. I had some money on me. I didn't know how much, but I mean, I, I was never really worried about money. I didn't have a credit card either, but I had cash. So this one girl was just like, you know, I was drunk and she's like, hey, you want to party? And I was like, yeah, I want to party. And then like, she's like, all right. And then she's like, you want to party with my friend? And I'm like, okay. I'm like, how much it'll cost? And it's like, da, 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 da. So I'm going to her friend and they're like, we got to get a room and i'm like okay let's get a room so i'm dropping money for all of this shit my hand to my father in heaven this is a true story at the end of it finally we're in the room they're getting ready to take their clothes off and they're like all right it's gonna cost this much money so i'm 
I'm like, I've paid you all this money and we don't, I don't even get to fucking touch your titties or nothing. Yeah. And she's like, well, no, that's extra. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have any money. Anymore. Like, I don't have any more money. And they're like, what? Yeah. So basically, I paid all of this money. We're sitting there getting ready to go. And they were like, all right. And I, and they were shocked. And I'm like, well, I got no more money. And I just started like leaving. And they're like, wait, what, what do you like? What? Because they just thought they were going to bilk me. And I'm like, no, I don't have any more money. So, the, And I was gay anyway. So I, I don't know who the fuck I was kidding. So I was just, kinda, you know. <laughs> yeah, <you're- laughs> I just kind of like, I just went along with it because I was drunk. And finally I was kind of, you know, I was, I was all in at a point. So I'm like, all right. And then I'm just like, well, I don't have any more money. I got to go. Which kind of got me out of fucking anyway, because I think I, I was A, I was drunk. More importantly, I was gay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, have you ever, that's a good point right now that we're talking about that. Have you, have you ever put your Intimate, wiener in a vagina? I have. You have? I have. And you, and you I, weren't I, I, into it at all. Like you were just like, eh. No, no, no I, I like the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, like, and I don't want to sound like a hippie. Um, but essentially I believe you fall in love with the person. You don't fall in love with like their, you know, their, their penis or vagina. Like I've, I've been in love with people and I've had sex with them and they were women. I've been attracted to women. I'm still attracted to women. Um, but it's like, I don't like, I, like I couldn't have sex with a prostitute and I, you know, or I could, of course, I don't, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like I, you'd I think, have to care. You're saying if you, as much as you're gay, you're saying if, if you happen to start hanging out with a girl as a friend and say, a, a, a producer partner you met her somewhere um on this new movie she lives in uh vancouver and and you and you started hanging out with her and really got along with her and really fell in love with her and she was like hey look i'm in love with you and you were in love with her you you're saying it could be possible that because your feelings and your heart was connected and you're having fun with her if she was like hey i just want to fuck because i'm horny i want to fuck you would well, do it because you love her, and you, it'd be nice. Well, yeah, because well, sex for me, sex is ninety percent in the head, right? It's all in the mind. It's kind of like sex for me. It's it's very, it you know, it's very, you know, it's very cerebral for me. So essentially, yeah, yeah I absolutely could. I, I I would have no problem. Like I've eaten out girls. I like it. I like it oh, a lot. Oh yeah, I like that a lot. Um, oh, I know, like it, it a lot. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, you know who kind of taught me how to eat out like e- eating out is that's such a fucking disgusting right thing. <laughs> oral eating out it's just like poor eat women it. fucking men are such pigs we're just like <laughs> eating out <laughs> eat that pussy I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> um to have oral like you know having oral sex with a woman you know who taught me how to do it was sam kinnison and sam kinnison has i don't know if you remember you remember sam kinnison oh totally totally yes Sam Kinison had a great routine about how to give perfect oral sex is you do the alphabet. A, B, C. Oh, nice. And I actually, I've used, like, basically every time I've had oral sex, I hear Sam Kinison in my head, which right. is kind of gay, I guess. But I guess the good thing is you could eat ass that way, too. So he technically not, taught you how to eat ass. But I'm not a big fan. Like, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're not a big ass eater, are you? Uh, you I wouldn't be if I was a man. I'm into eating ass. I like my ass being eaten, though. It's amazing. Do you? I'm all about... Yeah, dude. And again, I've spoken about this 
before, but really quick. You know what? Some people might not have heard it, so just you it's don't true. have. Like, it's it's saying, totally good. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say you say it. it. You tell. <laughs> I want to hear about your fucking ass. <laughs> I was just saying, you when I was dating, uh, when I was really, really, I was living in Huntington Beach. It was it was the worst I've ever been. My my rock bottom, if you will. Um, and I was dating the, this girl. We were li- living together. We and and. It was right before I turned myself in and had that nice stretch of five years and I relapsed, whatever. But it was around 2002 or whatever when I was really, really at my worst. Um, Like I was using a lot every day and I was a lot of times me and the girl would start getting down and I wouldn't be able to get an erection because I just was, you know, like I was so messed up and even if she went down on me, jerked me and stuff. But what worked every single time, if she threw my legs up and started eating my ass, I'd get a boner immediately. How did you figure that out? Uh, I like just how a did, lot how of playing. Just a lot really? of playing. Oh, yeah. Just a lot of playing around. Like she was trying to suck it and get it hard. And then was like, I'm like, oh, like suck on my balls, do this. And like she just, we just were experimenting and it worked and she licked it. And yeah, I love it, dude. I don't want, now, I you- don't like my finger in there. I've tried one girl put her finger in my butt and, uh, and I did not dig it. Like I didn't, I felt like I had a, like after we were done, I felt like I still had something s- sticking in there. <laughs> it's, uh, try, it was weird. Try taking a cock in there. No, dude. thank you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think I, I know I wouldn't like it, honestly, and not even because of like a, a man girl thing. It's just like, I just can't imagine a wiener in my butt because again, a finger in my butt just felt uncomfortable, but the outside is amazing. Well, here's um, the thing you have to get past. Uh, Cause yeah, it is uncomfortable at first and stuff. The thing, the magic trick is the prostate, the fucking, the, the stimulation of the prostate. It's, it's, you know, it's our uh, G spot, right? Oh so goodness. essentially like that's, that's what feels good is you got to get, but like, dude, you've got enough to deal with. You don't got to worry about, you know, taking take, <laughs> take taking a dick in my butt ass. right now. Thing. No, 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 you're, <laughs> you're covered at the moment. <laughs> but no, but uh, like, but like, but so ba- before you got before you get your ass licked a little, do you give your your butt an extra scrub? Do you, uh, do you make oh, sure I it's mean, clean or you- if I plan it for sure. But I mean, there was times I don't think there was plans on that. But yeah, most time I'd like to go take a shower and give it some good washing. Cause I, I mean, I've, I've had sex with a girl before where even, even though I wasn't even going down there, like if I was having sex with her from the, from the back, like doggy style, whatever you want to say, I, I've from the, the wind, like poof, 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 my balls slapping and I'm going the wind, the whiff of butt would come up. And blow me in the face, and yeah, I'm not a fan of the whiff of the butt stench. The butt stench is, uh, you know what I'm talking now, about, right? Just even, I'm sure you've dealt with it. Oh, even, I know the butt stench. Yeah, too. even if you haven't put your face down there, even if you're just doing it from the back, the the wind and the the combustion of uh, <laughs> of ass versus <laughs> thighs <laughs> as uh, blows the little poof up. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Yes, bitch. <laughs> the butt combustion. The, no. Like uh, I don't know, I was a little turned on for them. You started like use words like combustion and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is hot. <laughs> and I closed my eyes and let news take me to a place. Nice. 
Yes, baby. Yes. Dude, I mean, you got to go do Thanksgiving. I don't want to keep you from that. Next week, we're going to get back into the reviews. I got something on review, and we got to talk more about the show Looking, which is something that you're supposed to review. But somebody sent a message saying they wanted to hear more of what you thought of the show Looking. Yes. and So next week is going to be a double hitter TV fucking freak out. All right, perfect. And real now, quick, are you excited about Thanksgiving, dude? Are you like you're good? Your family? Am, you, are you going somewhere? Yeah, we're going up to see Jordan's family, her sisters. It, it's cool. It's going to be you know lots of kids, lots of family, lots of food. Um, it'll be fun. So I am looking forward. You know who was? You know what? Last year, yes, we had Thanksgiving together. We did at Kevin's. At Kevin's. Yeah, we yeah. Should put that, I'm going to ask Kevin I could put that picture up. Maybe we could put that picture up with the podcast. All right. That'd be great. Anyway, dude, thank you so much for making thank the you, time. Thank you, brother. I know that you've been under some travel. I'm really looking forward to next week. Let's figure that out. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. It's uh, The email for to reach us is at blowhardbox at gmail.com. You, you can find Jason at jmuse on Twitter. Yeah, I'm Malcolm Ingram at Twitter. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Thank you again so much, Jason. It's it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we get to do this. You too, brother. You too. Have a good Thanksgiving. Tell your mom happy- and uh, your mom I said hello and happy Thanksgiving. I you know you. what? I'm gonna quickly bring the mic over and I'm gonna get, like I'm gonna fucking this is gonna be a cross podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get my mom to say hi on the podcast right now. Oh. See, I, I made her leave the room because I didn't want her. Because I knew we were going to be talking about like fucking naughty so stuff. I don't, want her, yeah. I don't want her saying I'm selling my socks. Hey, Glow, <laughs> guess what? I sell my socks for five bucks, ten bucks. Hey, Glow. We got the microphone here. Jason Muse is here. Say hi. Hi. Hello, Jason. How uh, are you doing? I'm very good. Very good. I hear you're a father now. That sounds exciting. It's amazing. And I will send Malcolm some pictures to show you. Fantastic. That would yeah. be great. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? We're, uh, Jordan and I and the baby are driving down to her sister who lives uh, about two hours away. Um, and she has three kids and her husband and then Jordan's mother, her godmother, her other sister who has two boys and her husband are going to be there. So her whole family. Sounds like a party. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. nice. It'll right. be really nice. So I hope you have Thank Happy you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. Bye. There you go. See, Jason, was that a perfect. You got my mother in there. Perfect. perfect she doesn't test. even know that we were talking yeah, about I'm gonna you text fucking you. getting your asshole licked. <laughs> I'm going to text you uh, some pictures of the baby because she hasn't seen the baby yet. So, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, she asked about the baby. So I'm going to send you pictures. But yes, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanks rock and roll. Thanks, Malcolm. Till next week, Jason Muse is signing off with Blowhard Malcolm Ingram.